Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Tender Loving Care with your host myself, Pauline, and my darling Kate. Every week, Kate and I break down two shows from the TLC network, the name of the network that I believe for the longest time was an acronym for Tender Loving Care. And then I found out it actually stood for the Learning Channel, and I saw the types of shows on that channel, and my deep confusion read this podcast. Each week, Kate and I will randomly select two shows to cover for the next episode by spinning The Wheel of Shame, which has all 113 shows and counting that we'll be studying. Well, hello, Kate in Iowa. Hi, Polly in LA. (laughs) You've been all over. I mean, Kate's dedication. She was recording in an Airbnb in a different part of Texas from where she lives. So like twice for two or three of our shows. Then she's on a road trip for for, um, the holiday to Iowa, where she's recording here, taking time away from her family to speak to you, listener. And it's beautiful. Thank you for your service, Kate. Thank you. I'm, it's it's part being dedicated to the podcast and part just needing a break from it. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Kate and I were just, we're, we're fresh off Thanksgiving. So we were just chit-chatting about um, our Thanksgivings. And um, I was regaling Kate with a story of, um, I was at my, my friend's house in San Diego and um, we got very, very high and we accidentally left a spoon in a food processor. So we ended up with bruschetta covering the kitchen. But when you're so high, you know how you, everything's slow. So it was all slow motion. So we were just stood there for a very long time, just staring at tomatoes smeared all <laughs> up the walls. So what I did instead of cleaning, I just took photos. So I just took photos oh, of, of, of Jamie cleaning everything up. Um so it was great. It was great. Um, I'm, you know, I'm still reeling off. If anyone's following the World Cup, I am not a big sports person by any means. But Kate, football, I'm English, football, hand in hand. You know, when I say football, guys, I mean soccer. And Kate, you know, England drew with the US on Saturday and it was a big game. And I went to an English pub in San Diego to watch it. And there were a lot how do I put there were a lot of individuals in that pub that were wearing shirts with the sleeves cut off and America not America just America on the back Mm. um so you know I stayed away from them but there were a lot of English there as well um but if anyone's following it it was it was a very interesting game England was very cocky but the Americans came in and went "Uh uh-uh be careful guys so they still drew but anyway this week, Kate, it's England versus Wales, which is going to be insane for Britain, right? Oh, okay, yeah. But here's my problem. It's on Tuesday morning, which is fine. 
I, you know, I will go to a pub in the morning if I have to, if my arms, you know, if I, I really have to. The only problem is, Kate, I just remembered I said she wasn't going to drink for a week. But you have to now if you're going to the pub on a Tuesday morning. I'm not. You have to. At so least a Guinness I, or something. A Guinness is really healthy. That's so like I breakfast, yeah. It is. So if I don't, I haven't drunk today, which is Sunday. I don't drink Monday. So that's two days off. So that's what I think that's very good. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then maybe I'll restart it after Tuesday and then I'll see if I can go maybe longer than two days. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. A good idea. All right. I, I just thinking this out loud, listener. Yep. So, um, you know, the holiday, the holiday season is a very hard time for most people's livers and waistbands. It's tricky, Kate. <laughs> I know. I feel like I've gained like 10 pounds on this trip because it's easy. Candy, drinking. Easy. Just rich. I mean, Midwest, it's like, it's a lot of dairy. It's like a lot. They put that butter in there. They put that butter in there. Oh, yeah, right. It's just, it's a lot of carbs. It's a lot of dairy. It's a lot of beer. I fucking love carbs. I mean, I want to eat bread and butter and drink beer every day. I mean, I really, that's just, it would be a dream come true. I completely agree. For me, it's I potatoes. I can just oh, eat constantly. Eat that all day. Oh, so um, I'm going to, I'm going to have to detox when I get back. I home. know. Well, I'm detoxing for two days. It's going to be amazing. Then back yeah. on it with the world cup. Back I'll, on it. I'll be, I'm proud of that. I think the yeah, world, that's a worthy, so that's a worthy time to Thank break out so the much. beers. The Thank world you. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, guys, we were getting into that, but we wanted to give you a little catch up because I realized, Kate, you know, we like to share with the listeners our life, but I realized mm-hmm. we haven't given you a little catch up of where we are. So anyway, that's yeah. what's going on with Kate and I. Yeah. Um, we've got these two shows. Now, what I'm going to say is it depends when we have the wheel of shame listen it can be tricky because we can pull stuff as you've listened before that kate and i just like have nothing to talk about even though we will find obviously side characters to take the piss out of but they might be like dead boring shows or like really minimal stuff happens you know when we had that like the um the little family or whatever they were called Mm -hmm. the doctor and it was just a nice family there's nothing to talk about right and this is not why we created this podcast (laughs) we created this podcast to find these shows on tlc which honestly is the majority where they they are delving into the the depravity of human nature. And you know what, Kate? We found it this week. Boy, <laughs> did we find it this week. Struck gold. <laughs> Kate, get us into it. Get us into okay. our first show because Let's... my jaw was, it was a gap the entire time. Please go ahead. Okay. So the first show we'll be discussing is called My Crazy Obsession. And this is how TLC describes it. A deep look inside the world of the country's most obsessed collectors, each taking their material obsession to jaw-dropping extremes. Right. Um, we, we know. Uh, hey, now I know that I have watched some of these before of my crazy obsession, and I, you know, because we did. Uh, my strange addiction this is my crazy obsession so yeah. I thought look I've watched some of these before and Kate and I did random so we selected a uh, season one episode three and episode five and then we did um, episode seven of um, season two so I randomly picked Kate I didn't really look at like content roughly like, oh, yeah that's why I got it on and boy did we hit jackpot first one up episode three season one opens the gate okay this guys i cannot obviously there's uh, there's a lot of these shows that we watch with like you don't need to watch you have to watch this episode you have to go right now and watch this episode season one episode three and it's called love dolls and immediately i'm like hang on love dolls kay and i are familiar with that um from my my strange addiction with dave cat never forget dave cat and his love doll and this opens up on, of a, a course, a very cloudy, dark, rainy day in England. Mm-hmm. And Kate, the music they put on, full on serial killer horror movie, and the shots of this man in a in a in a essentially like a dungeon in his garage, and he's hooking something up. He's lighting something up. And it opens with with that and the serial killer music, and then a woman come around going, "Ah, oh, all right, Bob, it's uh, time for tea." Bob oh. and Lizzie Gibbons. I, I, 
I, I don't know. I think I should have watched it like three times to pick up on the nuances of what goes on. You are left with so many questions. None of them gets answered. Of course. I mean, Kate, it's, go I, into what you see first, please, because I can't. Well, first, I I laugh when I saw the title I, House mm-hmm. of Dolls, I think it's called. Yeah. I was like, this is so funny that we're watching this right after the I last know. episode. I and know. I was like, Polly did such a good job picking these episodes. So it's really funny that you say you just like kind it of was kind of random. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah for sure. Did, did a for great sure. job. So, okay. What we see is oh my God. a I... small house that is filled to the brim with sex dolls. They have uh, upwards of 240, about 250 yes, of these two... dolls. Yes. And um, they're, I mean, they're all over the house. They're now, everywhere. You get the voiceover of Bob and the narrator. And this house is a regular like English cottage in the English countryside. Bob is this you know probably late 60s something like that guy with his wife and there is so much darkness with both of them so you anyway so you're going the, the camera's going around the house and now when we say love dolls guys or sex it's the sex dolls the, the silicon like 14 grand sex dolls some of them 240 there are spare rooms where they are like piled on beds Mm -hmm. they have them in their living room and what i love is first of all straight away oh i don't have sex with them right uh bob is saying i don't have sex with them yet all of them have when the camera's going past blurring out the nipples because they're in see-through like lingerie then these dolls legs are spread completely open some of them have the big blowjob mouth and he's like no no, I don't. I uh, know I don't have sex with them. No, um, just you know, I, my obsession started when I was younger, and I really like teddy bears and dolls, and uh, yeah, so I'm so I'm into them. So you're watching this as the house goes around, and and he goes, and my wife, you know, it's just a great way for us to bond. And the wife is sat there, and it is pure. I I need somebody to go in and do a wellness check on Lizzie Gibbons in Herefordshire in England because <laughs> this woman had not those eyes what those eyes have seen kate haunted this woman haunted and she says they're an asset to their relationship mm-hmm. sure because it gave them a way to bond and spend time together she says i like to have a chat with the dolls and i say to them you're naughty and i was like, okay and so this is guys this is just in the first five minutes and we're watching and you're going i i just was like I'm very uncomfortable. I am getting very nervous for Lizzie and Bob. And I'm very nervous for film crew. This is just what they showed. What the fuck did these guys and women see on the film crew when they were there? They also have something. The biggest question of all of this, and trust me, there are a lot of questions when watching the show, is that they, and they skim over this, skim over this. They go, and you know, um, the narrators and Bob and Lizzie have found ingenious ways to store all of their 240 dolls in coffins. Yep. Why do they? coffins why do they have coffins in their house unclear keep the dust off them um yeah they're just these wooden coffins in their storage <laughs> room stacked yeah, coffins stacked up coffins you put them in boxes put them in but they are like they are literally like carved coffins these women are going in and they are stacked to the roof like some of them have roses in their hands and those are the virgins thank you now when he said this, now remember, not having sex with them, Kate. Just want to no. remind you, not, not having sex with them. Not, not sexual. sexual. No, not sexual, guys. You see this woman. Oh, yeah. And she's got like, you know, a mouth agape for blowjobs. She's got, you know, these like tits the size of if they were real, she wouldn't be able to stand up. And then a white rose in her hands. And that's what he said. The white rose represents their virginity. Kate. Once again, someone needs to check on Lizzie Gibbons. I don't know what is going on in that house. I can, I think anything that we suspect, it's 10 times worse, dude. It is 10 times worse. They're covered, guys. You don't understand. This isn't like a, an organized, sprawling mansion or whatever. It is these sex dolls are lined up in every room against the walls. I Terrifying. They're sitting in chairs. <laughs> They're stacked <laughs> on beds. And you just turn the corner and there's some sex doll 
in a chair in lingerie and she's not the only one. And they sit there and the way this is shot with this Lizzie, because obviously I'm obsessed with her. Oh God, yeah. She is just sat there and she'll be talking to camera. They do this like fake tea time thing where they're sat at the table and she's like, yeah, really, um, you know, obviously monotone due to her massive trauma from being married to Bob Bob Gibbons. Um, yeah, you know, it just, it brought, brought us together and um, we really enjoy it. And like Kate says, she goes, and I tell them sometimes you're a naughty girl. By the way, I would like to add that Bob Gibbons is a welder. And I would like to say that there is some dark shit that is going on in that garage with his tools. He has a lot of tools. Oh, I missed what his job was because yeah. my, that was one of my questions. How does he afford all of this? Because they Unclear. tell us that the his collection, their collection is worth about $150,000. Right. Just, just their house. And then we get a shot of them, him looking oh no his most expensive one is 100 weighs 110 pounds cost 15 one five thousand dollars and then it says and honestly just the shivers this doll is extra expensive and heavy because it has internal heating jessica i'm gonna leave that right there i was thinking about it though and that's that's honestly less creepy than having sex with a cold one. You know what? You've got a point. I'm you know, I, you know you've got a point because that's you've got a point because you know. you've the so close to necrophilia yeah. and then a little bit less close so, to necrophilia. So one of one of these guys being like, "I want them to be body temperature." Got Thank it. you. All right, Kate, you've you've shifted me with that. I yeah. understand you. I understand your thinking. I, I would spring for that feature, I think if I were uh, so would I. in that. So would I. Yeah. So would I. So, of course, uh, once again, guys, not having sex with them. I just want to repeat, they're not getting into weird, dark shit with all those two and multiple of these dolls each night in their their, their, their house in Herefordshire. Not having sex. Not sexual, everyone. But then then he's on the lookout for a new one. So you see him on the phone. And this guy, guys, you have to go and see what he looks like. So he's on the phone. He's going, oh, hello. Yeah. Um, so has he got a, yeah, has he got a doll, a doll for sale? Okay. Yeah. He kind of speaks like this. And he goes, uh, so uh, yeah, is she a virgin? Oh, right. Okay. Couple of times, couple of times. Got it. Okay. And then the voiceover is like, even though the doll has been used several times, this gives an opportunity for Bob to um, to negotiate. So he's like, all right, so she has been used a couple of times. Uh four thousand six hundred dollars. All right, we got a deal. So I want you to understand he was having a conversation with an individual that has been having sex with this silicon doll God knows how long, doing God knows what to it with a God knows who. Yeah, a couple of times. No. Couple no. of times. A couple and, dozen times a day. Yeah, exactly. And then he is spending nearly five grand to purchase this doll, where someone has done unspeakable acts upon this inanimate object. I, and this this used doll, she will not be getting a white rose in her hand. Oh, sorry, she's not so. a virgin. Sorry, she's not, Kate, yeah, she's not, not pure. Her, she's not, not pure. pure. Okay. Um, by the way, I would like to say that represented a lot for me and misogyny and how women are treated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if we, Kate and I really want to go down, it is like she's cheaper because she's um, had sex. So, yep. you know, it just a lot, a lot of commentary there and how women are treated in society. But this is not what it's going to be about. We're going, we're going to focus on Bob, back to Bob and Lizzie. Yeah. So this is an exciting thing for them. They oh, go... God. They go and pick the doll up. They bring her back to the house, and they're just—he's like, he's like, we're we're unpacking the doll, and our hearts are racing. And they have this whole process that they go through when they buy these dolls. Oh yeah, oh they so have a process. Oh, they, they have a process. They're like, oh, we don't know will we like her, and he's like, oh, she's beautiful. So they take her out, they examine her for damage, calm, put her in the bathtub, give her a sponge bath. I'm gonna pause just there. Hey, as you're saying, they they examine her for damage. So what they do is she he first gets his fingers and sticks it in her mouth. Yep, no gloves, just straight out of the box. I can tell you what has been in that mouth, and there's probably <laughs> some things I can tell you have not been have been also been placed in her mouth. None of it's good. None of it is good. But he went straight in there. Then yep. they went to the bathroom. 
Yeah, so he gently, you know, just kind of gingerly lays her into the tub. And the voiceover guy tells us that they can't submerge the doll in the tub because then it will rust the, you know, inside. And so he's just gently sponging her down. I'm like, is he is he washing? Does he have like a turkey baster? He's like washing the inside. inside. Uh, uh, You would think that's a very good point. That would you think, by the way, did you see the hairs? that were on it he was washing and there was like a long black hair Ew, it, no, oh, c- oh couldn't yuck yeah. so then after that they take her out and he's he dries her off and then he, he goes oh, well we like to put baby powder on the dolls because it makes the skin feel real I like, I, i'm <laughs> i'm sorry then the woman this this long suffering lizzie I want to. I want to speak to. Her. I want her on this show. If we could interview Lizzie Gibbons, I mean, look, God knows where she is now. But anyway, so she then she says she's putting all this talcum powder on this doll, wiping her down, and then she's going, "Oh," she goes, "Oh no!" Then they did this. These fucking cameramen and editors. <laughs> they were like, they focused on um, Bob being like, "Put that talcum powder in her belly button." And his finger like going into her belly. It was so disgusting, dude. Anyway, then she goes, she asks the doll, should I rub some lotion on your skin? Not, and she was not quoting the movie. I mean, there was, she had no reference to Science of Lambs. This was naturally coming out. And she should rub some lotion on your skin. So then she puts this lotion. These two people, I'm being nice, are in this tiny bathroom in the middle of nowhere. They're in their 60s. They're speaking to rubber sex dolls and putting lotion on it. And I just think, do either of you look at each other and think, how did we get here? How did we get here? Rubbing the lotion on it. Then they get it into the, this, this freaked me out. They bring her downstairs. They put her in a chair in the living room, of course. And she leans over and kisses her. Did you see that? Yes. Okay. I really didn't like it, dude. I really didn't like it. It made me really uncomfortable. It was just such a, it was, it was like ceremonial. It was like a ritual yes, that they do. Yes. Yes. And, they, and then they named her and he already had an, I think Anna Marie. And she's Anna Marie. And she's one of these women that can't like make any eye contact. So she's like, mm. Anna Marie. Um, oh, all right. Of course she says, all right. She has to say, all right. Otherwise she's going to end up in that dungeon that he has in his garage. She on has the hooks. to say, it's all right. On the hooks. She's all the hooks. Oh, we skipped over. Oh, I know. You go ahead. What did we skip, Kate? What did we skip? They like to do. One of his favorite hobbies with the dolls is to switch out their eyeballs, mm. their skin. Mm. He will peel the faces off. Sure. And put on a new. He. It's like a doll. Uh, like a. Like when you're little and you're switching out the outfits on your dolls. Yes. It's him, yes. but he's doing that with different eyeballs. And so he's like, oh, put it under the water to lubricate it. And then you just see him popping the eyeballs into the sockets and stretching the skin over the. Then why is he why is he dressing them up, Kate? Because they enjoy putting. I can't. Guys, you don't understand how bad this episode was. You have to watch this episode. Kate, why do they dress them up? They enjoy taking the dolls on outings and it gives them a kick to have people see them with dolls in their car. And and then they take them to different places around town and pose them in different outfits. So they... What we see them do is take one of the dolls who's in a quote unquote sexy outfit. Thank you. And they have a He's not having sex with them, Kate. By the way, he's not having sex with them. I just want to reiterate that. No. So they take, they go to the local police station and they have this this stand that they got custom made and they kind of hook her on the stand and pose her and they're taking, they take out this like really nice DSLR camera and they're taking photos and they post they they put them on social media for other uh, love doll people to enjoy and i'm like oh yeah i bet they're enjoying those and then this cop comes over and he's like you can't film here and they're like oh okay <laughs> all right yeah thanks all right uh-huh, thanks we're doing straight normal. Yeah. by the way i would like to add this this woman that he woman this doll that he's put on this by the way he made that 
It was like oh, he makes he's the hook well yeah. puts it on there. And it's not like she's got straight legs. I need everyone to understand all these women's legs are spread completely apart. Yep. He's not having sex with them. Okay. I just want to add that again for clarity. He's not having sex with them. So guys, we see these photos. I am watching this, Kate, and I'm going, I'm torn because there's part of me that's going fantastic programming. Obviously, why do else do we do this podcast? That is a fantastic program one we will be telling people about at dinner parties for many years to come okay Mm -hmm. yep the other part of me is going why is tlc going all these people are mentally ill like they have severe mental health issues and tlc is like funny funny show once we get into who we get next in another episode these people are like very ill and need help and tlc is like you know what we can do profit off it I mean, it's so. <laughs> Their only thing that they won't do is show something that's like hurting someone else. That's yeah. their one thing. Yeah. But they're like, oh, it's a harmless but insane I... hobby. It, it, guys, uh, all, I mean, that's episode three. Then we also yeah. see a woman that um, I've seen her before. I think, yeah, I've seen her before. She's this 23 year old that basically lives in the 50s. And it was interesting for a little bit to see her. She gets up at 5 a.m to get ready in the morning does her makeup for two hours the most interesting her name's doris mcday mm-hmm. which i was like she definitely changed her name Made that up yeah <laughs> <laughs> the most interesting thing to me was her boy her hot boyfriend dylan oh yeah who, yeah who clearly was really annoyed by her. Uh, yeah yeah <laughs> because she won't let her boyfriend have a cell phone a computer or cable tv and, and he, the, the entire yeah, house the entire everything from her makeup brush to a, her plate is all from 49 to 59 that's it and but the thing is kate maybe if that had been on its own we'd have time to talk about it but right. what we had previously watched in that episode there's no coming back from that we saw photo shoots with a naughty police girl outfit rubbing lotion on a doll i mean there was so much that i'm sorry 23 year old 1950s woman we couldn't take you on like we can only take on certain amounts per episode and it was just like i'm never gonna get over what i just witnessed next episode i mean it really yeah we went to five then yep oh oh yeah this is another one this is another one guys um this man is mentally very very ill and in need of help we said we wanted a wellness check for Lizzie Gibbons. We also need a wellness check on this guy because the first, this is the first quote, when I'm wearing a diaper, it's like getting a hug from mummy. He's 31 years old. I mean, I I don't know where to go from here. I don't know where to go from here, Kate. Grown up baby. Stanley is an adult baby. He has cosplayed as a baby for 18 years. He does it eight hours a day. Okay. He's five foot six and over 300 pounds. Sure. Um, so that's relevant because he has to get custom made onesies and uh, custom everything. I, not sexual again. I, what we just want to say again, <laughs> not sexual. No one's having sex here. He kind of brushed over the reason why he does this. He says it's his way of dealing with the world and experiencing the comforting childhood he never had. And I was like, we don't want to know anything bad. We don't want to know. Okay. We, even for TLC, they were like, I don't think we can say what happened because this man has been wearing diapers since 13. He says he enjoys them, getting a hug from mummy, and he has a playpen set. By the way, who has eight hours a day to do this? Who has eight hours a day? No one works, apparently. Yeah. Did they say how he makes his money? Unclear. Unclear. Because I don't know how you have that much time. No. And so, guys, he completely (sighs) is home like a baby's baby's room. I mean, he made, he has a twin bed that he custom made into a crib. Yep. He has in the crib um, toys, a mobile stuffed puppy. Um, of this machine that makes heartbeat sounds like you're in the womb. Um, he made himself this gigantic custom high chair that he eats his meals and he eats baby food. He drinks juice from a bottle. I'm, um, you know what? It's cold in my room in Los Angeles right now. And I'm sweating. I am so 
uncomfortable and I'm not it's very hard to make me uncomfortable it really is but watching these people it was as though Kate I was watching them going I shouldn't be seeing this it is it was as though I had stumbled into the dark web I was looking around to buy some great drugs but instead I ended up finding a snuff movie that's as that's what my path was I feel like nope just TLC is regular just TLC (laughs) TLC I uh, I shouldn't I was I, I was like I shouldn't be seeing this I shouldn't be seeing this I shouldn't be seeing this da, da, yeah. da, 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 like wanted to start rocking it was this guy was very very ill his eyes did you notice were sort of yellowish underneath and he had like uh, dark circles and yeah. I think he just doesn't have good nutrition because he eats all this baby stuff I don't good know point. it's interesting um, so yeah, like we've mentioned, he does wear a diaper all the time and goes to the bathroom in it. Um, okay. And he, I, I, we find out, had a bedwetting issue as a teen. Mm. And that's how he discovered, hey, I like acting like a baby. And it just kind of progressed from there. So then he, he was at the store getting his adult diapers. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to get a bottle and a pacifier. And then he just, it just skyrocketed blossomed blossomed from there yep yep um guys we really can't emphasize how much you need to watch these two episodes because what you will witness is like i say it's a good old-fashioned ride down the dark web or trc these these are like shows that you you will just have to go and tell people we can't even do it justice from what we're saying how bad these shows were like it was darkness um but great reality tv what did you one more thing about this? What did you think about the the mommy thing? He <sighs> didn't want to pay for the service, but he wants a woman to come over and just out of the kindness of her heart be there full time being his mommy. I didn't understand it because so she doesn't get paid. Is she getting what does she get? I'm I'm clear of what she's getting out of it. I think she just these women, there's certain women that just get fulfillment from acting like a mommy i don't know you know what it is it's two very very damaged people and then tlc got them and put them on a tv show that's what it is yeah because none of it none of it's good kate none of it's good nope <sighs> so that was that then we went on to someone that eats out of a dumpster i mean <laughs> kate and i really we had a lot going on kate and i had a yeah. lot going on and you know what it's unclear if either of us were sober from the weekend's festivities watching this. So it was as though we were getting some alcohol-fueled nightmarish dream. You know, when you're, when you're drunk and you go to bed and you have terrible nightmares or you can't sleep properly or your dreams are really weird? That's what it was. And Kate and I had to watch it and then talk to you guys about it. The final episode was season two, episode seven, Bugging Out and Dumpster Diet. There was Dave Gracer, and I just wrote, I'm going to refer to my notes. Dave Gracer, wife lives in hell, dot, dot, dot. (laughs) Quote, he will leave me. Okay. This guy is one of those that's a self-proclaimed, quirky, eccentric guy. And he just eats bugs all the time. So he collects them and eats them and freezes them and eats. uh, I don't know. She is getting interviewed. And they obviously ask this, like, what do you think of it all? And she goes, wow, Dave, um... Dave likes to be eccentric. Pause. Not that there's anything wrong with that. And they cut back to her again. And she's like, yeah, um, I know that um, if I asked Dave to stop eating um, bugs, he'd leave me. Beat. End of interview. I mean, she <laughs> was. There's stuff going on with her. There's stuff going on with her, Kate. People wonder, how can I have a kid and kiss a man? Who eats bugs constantly and then you see in her eyes she's just like i don't know how i do it either i don't know but you know what i don't want to be alone that was a running theme with her she's like i'm living in hell but i don't want to be alone it was that <sighs> it, it was bad so that was basically him and you just watch him like frying and eating the stuff whatever but kelly athena okay i've got a sh- this is something this was comedy we had some levity here because yeah 
Kelly is dumpster diver. And most of you are probably familiar. It's people that go to dumpsters near supermarkets, bakeries, something like that, because there is so much food waste in this country and people pick it out and they eat it. Um, There's a great Portlandia sketch about two people that did that, actually. Um, Anyway, so we see her and I'm fast forwarding a little bit because time's going on and, you know, my mind is so damaged from everything I've seen before. I'm like, I need to get through this. So then I pause and I just see underneath in quotes, Kelly's husband. And it's a black silhouette. And I press play and is it's voice distortion, yep. face blacked out. Uh, you know, I have, a, I have a job that um I don't want uh, anyone to know to know that she does this. And I'm thinking, here's the problem with this, mate. Um, <laughs> your wife's on television. If they know you, they know her. So for you being, but I, I was like, have I missed something here? Because the logic doesn't really work for me. He's like, God, I hope like our best friends don't. If, if I'm covered up and my voice is distorted, right, and my best friend watches this, he'll never know. Uh, uh, <laughs> that right. same thought, and not only that, she has at the end of the episode. She has like all of her girlfriends over and she has her chef friend cook a gourmet meal, has them all eat it and then comes out as a dumpster diver and says, all this food came from the trash. And they're all just like, what? But then they go, oh, uh." Um, by the way, she gave her full name. Just want to throw that out there as well. (laughs) So Kelly's husband, I'm sorry, love. I'm sorry, but whoever convinced you that somehow you'd be protected? I mean, it was literally witness protection. I thought for a second, had I switched over to one of my crime docus and we have a witness for the mafia or something like blacked out and voice distorted. No, just Kelly's husband. I. It was brilliant. Kate, there's not a lot. I mean, there is so much more we could say, but we'd be here forever. What do you want to give my crazy obsession the three episodes we saw a rating we give every episode a rating from zero to 600 pounds of learning because we always want to see what are we learning from the learning channel what would you give this kate this was such classic tlc material absolutely um i mean i gotta give it like 575 i loved it I was going to say 580. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's worthy so, of that, Kate. It's worthy. Um, it was an eye opener. It was something that will haunt my dreams for many years to come. And I'm okay with that. That's, that's what you expect when you turn on TLC. <laughs> uh, yeah. I fully yeah. expect a giant baby to be in my dreams. Sure. Like, Dicing with a sex doll. Yeah, it's going to be with a sex doll. Exactly. But it's, but hopefully she'll have a rose so she's not a whore. Um, <laughs> hopefully. Hopefully. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back with the next show. All right, we are back and Kate and I are going to go into our second show that the Wheel of Shame got for us last week. And look, we're already going to say at the bat, it's not going to compare <laughs> to what we just watched. But there's still some things, Kate, in this I want to pick out that was good and good TLC. So it was called Single Dad Seeking. Oh, I need to do my voiceover work here. Sorry, guys. Give me a second. Da, 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 da. Okay. Follow five single fathers searching to find not only love in their lives, but also a woman willing to love their children. Enter five women, each without children of their own, seeking her happily ever after. Oh, nailed it. Mm. <laughs> Going on the rail. another one for the another one for the books all right so essentially guys what it this to me did turn out to be better than i thought it was going to be thankfully there wasn't a ton of episodes we only had um so we had season one and kate and i watched one two and three so we were introduced to a couple of people i haven't written down everyone i've written down the ones that kind of were had most of it most of uh coverage so it was mike 35 in florida with his son mikey five who i fell and i can see from kate's face so in love with mike i might marry him like he i mean kate wasn't he a dream 
He was a dream. And his son, Mikey, was one of the cutest kids I've ever seen on TV. So intelligent, so articulate. He was five and his conversation was so adult. He was, oh, he was. So we meet uh, Mike. He's originally from New Jersey, living in Florida now. And the background of him and his ex is that they met when they were very, very young, um, had the baby, relationship was on the rocks. And then um, she moved back up to New Jersey, I think it was. And, and then he was like, look, I can provide for him better. They didn't go into a ton of details, but they're like, I can provide better for him down here. So he kept Mikey. And we see, you know, at first his relationship with Mikey. And it's one of respect. It's one of like protection. Just, just He's just a wonderful man. And he's a wonderful father. And his whole life is his son and working. And he says, I want to meet a partner. So in comes Valine. Now, Valine, I had hope for you, love. I had a lot of hope for you. Yeah. But I dislike you. So Valine comes in and he meets her online and you see him like talking and she's pretty and he's like a little bit bashful, which I'm so in love with with him. And then he has Mikey on. And the plan is, and this is kind of the way it went with all of these guys that we met, is that they are going to have this person like live with them for the summer. It was kind of weird. It was very hard. It was it was very poorly set up. It was obviously like TLC. Obviously, this was how they set it up, that this woman's going to come and live with you. But it was hard for all of them to try and play that game. You know, they were kind of like, yeah, so I thought maybe in the summer I'll just get her to live with that. Like, it was weird. But that was the premise that TLC set up. Right. So Mike was like, I'm going to go up to um, Jersey Shore and because um, his family up there. And he says, um, I'm going to get a uh, get a house, a shore house, and she's going to come and stay with us for the summer. So then we go and meet her in New Jersey and her sister, Dina, with that makeup turban she kept wearing, which she needed to stop. She needed to get, she needed to burn that. She really <laughs> needed to burn that. But this Valine is a little, you know who she reminded me of, Kate? Okay, this is, this is a callback, guys. We did an episode moons ago and it was, um, it was uh, Married at First Sight. On, well, no, that's the new one. But Married, you know, when they had to, um, they didn't, no, Married by Mum and Dad. Do you remember uh, Married by Mum and Dad? And that bitch yeah. woman that, remember that weird connection with my ex? And like, remember her? <gasps> yes. Uh, this is who she reminded me of. Okay. So, yeah. Because things were vague. So she's talking to the camera. She goes, well, I was married. And you see photos of her when she was married. Um, but, you know, we wanted different things or it was very vague about why they broke up but she's like it didn't work out so we broke up okay she's 31 and she's like i want a family i want to get married again and she says i'm currently living with my sister dina with her bad makeup turban and her look i know i always look into stuff but the way she said i live with um her and her husband who is so amazing i think valine's having sex with her brother-in-law i'm just throwing it out there I, okay there was the way she said it it wasn't like i'm living here with my sister and my brother-in-law it was like i'm living here with my sister and her husband okay i'm exaggerating a little bit but she was like <laughs> and her husband who is just, just so great and i was like Ugh. it's like vanderpump rules Kristen yes. talking about jacks absolutely yep um, anyway, so Valine, we meet her and she's talking about what she wants. And Dina's doing the whole, you know, be careful here because you, you're going with the kid. And she goes, no, I think it'll be fine. And you think, okay, Valine, like she's, she seems open. She wants this kid. She's talking to the kid online, blah, 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 blah. Woman gets there. And um, I loved, there was so much sexual tension. <gasps> I could like feel it off the screen. They had chemistry for sure. Absolutely. But the bottom line is, and Kate and I've raged about these people before especially uh, on this going on a show like this right don't get involved with a person with kids if you don't realize you're going to be number two and this woman did not understand why she was number two so she gets in there and she's like oh hi (laughs) this is so cool whatever you see there's a lot of sexual tension between them they go out on a date they 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 kiss they have sex and, you know, Mike all the time is checking in with Mikey, all the time making sure he's number one, he's happy, it's coming up to his sixth birthday. And he's, like, making these masks, superhero masks for everyone at the party, like, so sweet and so cute. And she gets into a mood, and I'm like, Mike, run, run from her. They're cutting up this fabric, and she's just like, 
this is not how I want to spend my Saturday night. I don't even want to go to this party. And you see this side of her, Kate. She turned. I mean, she thought that she was going to waltz in and have this like responsible guy because he has a kid. And she just didn't even think about any of the practicalities of it or like the reality of it. What do they and then think? She, and, like, and then she became do... a brat. She did. Yeah. I mean, it's like, what do you think was going to was going to happen it's so unclear to me and then she's like um she's going uh you know i can't just become a parent overnight i just go and it's like dude we're just asking you to like cut up some fabric calm down (laughs) and she's like all my friends are texting me and they're at pool parties and i'm doing this this is not how i want to spend my saturday night calm down she's it was a lot um and then they went to go and meet like the ex. I didn't really watch much more of it. I think that was everything. What else happened but with them, Kate, in one, two, and three? Um, the ex I thought was so like Jersey and yeah. fun. To, she was just like bleach blonde hair and then dark brown on the bottom, Whoa. like tanning bed face. Sure, sure. And he's like, she's intense. And I'm like, yeah, she looks uh, intense. You could say that. You could say that. <laughs> Um, but I think that was kind of the end of what we saw, though, what was saw, like yeah. just her realizing. Guess she's what? It's not, not gonna work. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. not gonna work. It's she was she just like you say she turned. You were watching it on camera. She was like, "Ah, this is all great. This is so wonderful." And then her face changed, her attitude changed, and she did something that's so messed up. She when they're doing this stuff for the birthday, she goes into a bedroom and she sits down. He comes in and he goes, "Hey, are you you okay?" I'm fine. Um, well, are you upset? Why would I be upset? Oh, uh, it's just like that. Like, run, Mike. Run, dude. Yeah. So that was them. Then we did have one that I was kind of obsessed with because he's a absolute nut job. <laughs> so we fly from Florida to Salt Lake City. We meet Jake, 31. One of the first scenes is he's just tumbling everywhere. He's like, I'm an ex... Um, ex uh gymnast. gymnast yeah and so he's from this massive mormon family um he's evidently not mormon anymore because we know what happens but anyway he's um he got married super young which is traditional in the mormon faith uh 20 and then she the woman just he's he just says you know you obviously change at 20 you're very young blah blah so he says she wanted something else the divorce was super brutal he has three kids um my immediate thing, there's a lot I have to say about this, but he says, you know, I work a lot um, and I, you know, I do let my kids get away with whatever they want, doing whatever they want. I am so worried about that 11 year old girl. I'm worried about all of those kids. She was mm. 11 going on 15 with like bleached hair already. And I thought, oh, watch out, watch her, please watch her for the love of God, watch her. She's going to get away with a little too much. There's going to be a lot going on. I mean, that kid's probably like 18 now, but whenever this was filmed. <laughs> but I was like somewhat, I'm worried for those kids because yeah. they don't have any parental supervision. And she's he bleaching was... at hair at 11. I'm like, yeah, he, like he's it. definitely like the cool dad. And mm. a lot of these dads were telling us like, they basically just want help. Like they, they're like, that's we- it. I want a woman in the house to, you know, help me cook for them and provide yeah. for them and like discipline them because I just want to be the cool dad. It was Kukadoo. Yeah, you was. were watching it and you were like, they're, 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 well, this guy especially. So we see him and there is something about him that you think there's something off here. And I noticed it when he was talking about the kids. Anyway, so then we meet Amy, AMI, um, and she is um, a teacher. Now, this is what didn't make any sense. Well, she's a teacher, so she's used to children, evidently, a science teacher, and she's 35, and she says, I want kids. Uh, No, she was old. She was 38. She was like, I want kids, and I want to get married. Um, So then she's been speaking to him online. So they've had this, like, extended time speaking online. She's spoken to the kids, and she is going to come over to live at his house for the summer, because he's like, well, she has the summer off, so she's going to come and live here. So we see her arrive, and he meets her and takes her to the house um, or the apartment type thing. And she was like, I don't know if there's two bedrooms. But there was. She had her own bedroom. And she meets the kids. 
And then immediately the older one, which I'm saying you need to have your eye on, she said, oh, I think I have strep throat. I need to go. So Jake goes, uh, all right, I need to take her to the doctors. You're fine looking after the other two, aren't you? And she's like, um, uh, 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 I didn't. So anyway, he leaves. She sat there as though she's never met a child before. I'm like, you're a teacher. She was so awkward, wasn't she? I miss the fact that she's a teacher. That makes that really confusing why she yeah. was so confused about what to do. I mean, it was really strange. She's like, what do you want to do? And I'd... It's like, all right, Amy, geez. Then we see them the next day. They're like going for a walk. Of course, the kid didn't have strep throat. Um, but they 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 go for a walk, and he like they're all really. This is really weird. This is when I was like, there's something weird about him. They were all super sweaty from this walk, and they sit down, and he's like, "So you want ki- you want kids?" She's like, "I do." And he's like, "By the way, I had a vasectomy." Uh, oh, oh. Uh, I didn't know that. He's like, "Well, should we go and get a drink?" this starts a lot of this and she's like yeah so they he stands up and he just kisses her straight away and she goes oh it was a really awkward weird kiss and she's like there's something odd about him i can't put and i was like you're so right i was thinking there's something off and then it gets even more bizarre kate is this when he leaves and goes to the bar with his friends for hours is that this guy Uh this makes no sense she's there like this was day three they said that so it's day three and she said you you get like the cell phone footage of her or camera that production left her and it was 10 30 at night and i love a timestamp. kate and i love a timestamp on a reality show yep something's happening yes and she said well uh jake went out he says i'm going to the gym and left me here i i forget the kids aren't there the kids are with his with their mother yeah. and or his mother something like that so and he said she says so um he said he was going to the gym and he was going to be you know i'll see him when he gets home she says that was like two and a half hours ago then we get another one and it's like 11 30 he's still not home 1 30 a.m he's not home 8 30 she goes i have not heard from him i have been alone left in his house since like 8 30 the previous night she goes i don't even know if he's dead or alive I that's, went from it, it was crazy, Kate. That's when you leave. And it's so stupid. She's like, oh, I don't know if I should. I'm this close to packing my bags. I was like, get them packed. If you want to hear what he says, fine, hear it. And then you walk out the door. Of course, we've got to think it was also production. They couldn't have just had her leave. Right. But so I'm watching this going, what? So then he comes back and he looks like shit he's hung 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 over and he's like that pale it's still in his gym clothes and he walks through the door and sits down and goes i've got to be honest and she's like yeah he goes well now this was the this was as much of his explanation i left the gym and he tries to make it all dramatic like i left the gym and i had two ways to go turn right and i come back here or turn left and go to meet my friend for a drink so I turn left and I go meet my friend for a drink and excuse me, and three drinks turn into five drinks, turn into, you know, it's the sun's coming up now. It just happened to him. Exactly. He didn't make a decision. It happened to him. Yeah. And you're going, what? First of all, no bar, especially not in Salt Lake City is open <laughs> 24 hours okay first of all no. so that means he'd been at boozing at that bar and then gone back to his friend's house if it was who knows who knows is all i'm gonna say where he really went but this whole story is insane and all she does and she doesn't even like call him out for it she's just kind of like i mean i was just so you know anxiety through the roof and she starts crying and he goes it was really immature of me i know i just needed a minute what god what was he doing he's an alcoholic right yeah that's what i was getting that's the vibe i was getting from him because after that because as i said there was always something off and i think he had a drink in him constantly yeah that's what i'm looking at it now i'm going he had a drink in him and that time when they're going on that walk the first thing he says is let's go and get a drink which is normal for most people but with him i felt like no he was like i need a drink yeah yeah there's something going on there so, by the way, she doesn't. So she doesn't leave. And then the next scene that I kind of have written down is he goes to um, Jake's uh, 
go to go to his sister's Michelle the sister. and the, the sister was loving her body and good for her she was in this tiny yeah. bikini looking amazing she had like 10 kids or something as well yeah. and she was like rocking this bikini with her bleach blonde hair and she was showing the world and I was like good for you and she's yeah. just straight on like have you two had sex does he even like you do you yeah. know if he likes it? and essentially he didn't fancy Amy right is that what happened I think that's what it was because the yeah. sister basically told us that she was like yeah like yeah i asked him if he's attracted to her and he was like she's cute <laughs> and she goes i think if you were attracted to someone you'd be enthusiastic and you wouldn't be leaving the house for hours and hours you would be there having sex with them that's what i'm thinking i'm i, I think essentially he just did not find her attractive at all and he was just I, I don't know and he wanted a baby it was a very really odd circumstance that guy I didn't get yeah. him at all I really didn't know what was going on but there was an undercurrent of something hope those kids are doing okay I can tell you they're not I can tell you they are into <laughs> a lot of shit in Salt Lake City they're into a lot of shit <laughs> um and then there was this other guy Jason 45 covered yeah. in tattoos with two teenage girls and he was a defense attorney. Great job. Um, girls seemed to, in good schooling. And their mother, this was so crazy, this story. So he's married a woman that was in some branch of the military. She was deployed, came back, and then basically just left the two girls with them and went back abroad and has no relationship with them. You're just like, talk about abandonment issues, man. Your mom gives birth to you and then is just like, you know what? I'd rather just go abroad and just go. It was messed up, dude. But messed they up. Still just worshipped her. No, see, that's what I thought. This woman that they were calling Mum was his long-term girlfriend. Oh, yeah. Oh. He says he refer. They refer to her as Mum. Oh, so the girls okay. were very young when their biological mother ran. And then he got a girlfriend, he said, when they were very small, like three and four. So they were, she basically brought them up. Okay. I that's what I was. That's who yeah. they were referring to. So they were like, she's our mom. She's always going to be our mom. Um, and her name was Mary Ellen. And this woman, Sarah, was coming. And Sarah's, Sarah's one of these, <laughs> you know what I'm going to say. One of these girls is like, you know what? I'm just <laughs> actually a quote from her. I have a, I've definitely been accused of being quirky before. <laughs> I'm not, I'm into kind of boy things. I'm not like other um, girls. I'm not like other girls. I hey, I it was hard. <laughs> it was hard to watch her. But um anyway, she came in and she had like this Karen haircut as well, which was really un I don't know what she was doing, but I love comic books and video games. I'm just such a tomboy. So she came to meet with him. And I think at first everything was going okay, but then he like went off her too. It was really weird. Like these men didn't really like these women. No. Um, Mike just didn't like Valine because she was just selfish but um yeah he just like the last episode we saw because kate and i didn't watch all of them of the season but she was just he was like she was like you've changed your body language has changed he's like mm. i think he basically wanted to get back with the ex that's what i think happened oh yeah because he takes her on a walk and he's telling her that he, he's like so i'm still basically best friends with my ex yeah my kids viewer <laughs> That's their mother. Yeah. She's very much in my life. And she's amazing. I can't wait to be with her every second of, but you know, I'm really happy you're here. (laughs) Yeah. She's like, should I go? Yeah. I know. Um, So, I mean, that was kind of it, guys. There's definitely more to, we don't know any of the conclusions of this because Kate and I couldn't be bothered to watch the rest of it. But um, it was, I appreciated that it was a little bit of insanity in it. With Jake was a nut job. I appreciate, like last week I said, I really wanted there to be women on this that basically didn't want kids, didn't really get get into it and they're a mess. And we got that. So rating wise, what would you give it, Kate? Mm, 215. 215. Okay. I think that's fair. I'll give it. I give it 200. Yeah, I think we're around the same with that. I mean, there's stuff, there's nuggets in it and there's the craziness. Like we always, we got a couple of crazy women in here and some crazy men. So that always helps. It's always what we want to see on our television. 
Yeah, it's I would say to anyone listening, um, if you want to check it out, it's a good background show while you're like it is working on something else. That's the good we love. Yeah, like our podcast. (laughs) You're listening to this right now. You're driving somewhere. You're getting blood taken. You're doing your laundry. We know what's going on. We know our point in life. Like we know where we are. Um, So, okay, those are our ratings. Now, guys, we're going to go and do the best thing. We're going to go and meander wander gracefully walk over to the wheel of shame okay wheel of shame guys we're here and as you know this has all of the shows that are left there's slim pickings i mean well i'll say slim pickings to ones that we actually want to watch there's <laughs> uh, you know um i love a mama's boy looking forward to that love off the grid um, and of course, sex. My starring role in Sex Sent Me to the ER. <laughs> and um, you know what else we have on here, Kate? Well, oh, Strange Love. I don't know what that is. Mm. That'll be good. Yeah. Um, it's Sister Wives. We need to go back, and we've got we've got to go back to Cody Brown. Oh yeah, because we're just about to get to the really exciting <laughs> thing that happens <laughs> with yes, Mary. Yes, we are. So, yeah. guys, we there are some good nuggets in here, Kate. There are. Yeah, there are. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready to spin? Yes. Spin that wheel. All right. Spin that wheel. Three, two, one, going. All right. Alaskan woman looking for love. Did I say that? We always say that. I need to know it. I need it in yep. there. Yeah. We got it. All right. We're getting our first one here. Okay. Kate, you might want to check this. I don't know how old this is. Okay. You, me, and my ex. <gasps> okay. I'm, I'm all right with that. I'm all right with that. I've okay. seen this one. Really? Yeah, not all of it, but it's good. Yes, guys. Thank you, Wheel of Shame. Wheel of Shame is serving it. Do we have, I just went to Discovery Plus and a yeah. show popped up called Strange Love from TLC. Is that on I there? Just that said sounds that. good. Did you say was, Strange Love? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. You just said that. It just yeah. popped up. Okay. Oh, well, that's on that. That's so weird if we pull it next. But yeah, I just said Strange Love. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was sorry, one that I was aware it's okay. Um, it's been a long weekend for us, guys. So yeah, you, me, and my ex. So we can see that then. Yeah, let me see how many. That's gonna be really good. It's a, okay, good. It's a good one. I'm glad. Okay. I'm glad you know it already. You, me, and your ex. Oh, it's gonna I be think so many. Just one season. Puff. Yeah. Puff. Um, nine ups. Okay. Oh. Awesome. All right. Good. I'm glad we got a goodie. All right, next one. We can, you know what? Wheel of Shame has been so good to us. We're probably going to get two goodies. We're going to get another great one. Three, two, one, spinning. Come on, give us a. This is going to be like another amazing one. By the way, if we get Strange Love now, that is going to be so spooky. Let's see. What is that? Ew. (laughs) Ew. (laughs) I've watched some of this. Oh. It's quite repetitive. I am Shauna Ray. You know that it's the little person that she's in the body because she had a pituitary gland, gland issue. So she's the body of a seven-year-old, but she's like 25. It's oh. a lot. It's a lot. Um, I have yeah. seen a preview for this before. Okay. I watched an episode or two. It is going to be, we can do a lot of skipping in it. Let me put it that way. Okay. Because... Well, yeah, we'll chat about it, but we could do some skipping um, in it because it could be one of those. It's the whole family. So it's like repetitive all the time of like addressing right. the same issues. But there's definitely stuff in there, Kate. There's definitely okay. something that we really need to talk about. Um, okay. So good. I, yeah, I think so. I am Shauna Ray, me, you, and my ex. We got our two shows for next week. Great. Okay, perfect. Kate, um, do you want to do some plugs for our social media, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera? What do you want to plug your plug? Yeah. Okay. So our social media, go ahead and follow us uh, so you can, you know, keep up with what's going on, see some funny memes, et cetera. Our Instagram is tender living care podcast, TikTok, tender living care pod, Twitter, TLC potty. <laughs> you know, they're all different right now, but just, yeah, search, I know. just search for tender loving care pod anywhere yeah. and you'll, we'll come up. Um, and then we also would love to hear from you if you have any connection to any of these shows or you have suggestions for episodes mm-hmm. or shows that we need to cover. Mm-hmm. Please don't hesitate to email us at tenderlovingcarepod at gmail.com. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. We want to hear from you guys. We'd love to get your feedback um, and thoughts, thoughts and concerns we would like. Um, Okay. So yeah, follow us there. And, you know, um, we are going to be, this is coming out and it's Wednesday. Don't forget um, on our Instagram, Tend to Loving Care podcast, there's a link tree for our Patreon as well. Be sure you go up there. Always check out the show notes. Kate and I have a ton of stuff in the show notes. So check it out on your phone right now uh we have links to a lot of different stuff that kate and i are doing and all of the podcast social media (gasps) but having said all that we are gonna go because we have a lot of tv to watch and a lot of shit talking to do and we will be back next week bye 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 Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode, and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.,